You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad and Happy New Year to Johnny Madden of Cherish the Ladies. Uh, Johnny. Welcome. Great to have you here and a Happy New Year. Well, hello. Lovely to talk to you, Austin, again. And hello to all your listeners. And uh, delighted to be speaking to everybody and hope everybody's having a great, uh, great New Year so far. Well, as the new year progresses, and before we know it, we'll be into Irish Heritage Month in Canada. And we're going to talk a little about that later, because that's when Cherish the Ladies will be touring from the 6th of March right through until the 13th of March in Ontario. So we'll talk a bit about that. But Cherish the Ladies, 39 years uh, under your belt, a fantastic achievement. I'll tell you, Austin, in a million years, never did I uh, did I ever think this would be happening, but coming up on four decades now and uh, we've had one of the busiest years ever uh, and delighted to that we're still going strong and just finished a big Christmas tour in America. Uh, we're back over in Glasgow in Scotland uh, for a fantastic show at Celtic Connections and a couple of more dates around Ireland and Sligo and Belfast and and then we head back to uh, back to the States and get ready to kick off our February-March tour. And absolutely thrilled that we're finally getting to do a big string of dates and heading to Ontario and hitting some of your major performing arts centres because we don't get to Canada enough. We know that. And you're also heading to Europe in June, I see. Or is it, yeah, you're heading to Switzerland and, uh, but you're Switzerland, France, Germany and the Netherlands. Yes. Oh, I'm running a, I have a river cruise going there. I've I've, I've become a, a bit of a tour operator. Okay. Um, I, started, I started running uh, cruises, my Joni Madden Spoken Irish cruise. We get an awful lot of Canadians come on board for that. Um, but um, I, I had over a thousand people on my last one, and we had a lot of the people asking me to run a river cruise. So I announced it. Uh, we're sailing uh, up the Rhine from uh, from Switzerland and Basel, Switzerland up to Amsterdam, and it sold out in five days. So um, and then I run a couple of bus tours around Ireland. I love bringing people around, and then. We're going to have my my 14th big big uh, Johnny Madden's Folk and Irish cruise that's happening February 1st to the 8th, and we're selling we're sailing out down down to the Caribbean from from Florida. Fantastic! And I look out again. I just say 2023 was a busy year, but I'm looking out at your calendar for 2024, and you're back in Scotland in July and Northern Ireland back in Belfast, and I see you're in Ackle in um, July also, and Roscommon. So. Uh, yeah. Certainly, uh, anyone. <laughs> wow, October, you're in Kildare. Um, it's it's kind of you must you you're you have a foot on each side of the Atlantic very much. Well, it's a good thing I'm as big as I am because I can reach. <laughs> um, but you know, um, again, we never even thought uh, most Irish bands don't tour Ireland because there's you know there wasn't the support or you know the the money to make it and. Uh, we've been coming here every year consistently now, and we we sell out everywhere. Um, you know, I think people just love the fact, you know, in our group, we've always been, you know, we're all daughters of Irish musicians. All of our fathers were fantastic musicians. In my own case, my dad was an All-Ireland champion on the accordion, emigrated from Galway, and my mother's from County Clare, and that's where I'm talking to you from right now, my home in Milltown, Malbec, in the beautiful west of Ireland. And um, my parents emigrated, like so many, to Canada, and they wanted to keep the music and keep the dancing and keep the sports. So all my family were involved in all of that. And um, and I've, I never in a million years did I think that I'd be so fortunate to make my living playing Irish music. But 
I've been very, very successful and just so honored and thrilled as a, as a daughter of an immigrant to a far off country that I've managed to tour the world. Um, and with Cherish the Ladies, we've recorded 18 albums and played over 300 nights of symphony. And we played, we started out just to do three concerts. And it was because of Mick Maloney, the fantastic banjo player and folklorist. And he thought, you know, it was, it was, he just was amazed at all the young women playing Irish music. And uh, got together to do three concerts. The name of the, the band is Cherished Ladies, which is the name of an Irish jig. And those three concerts were all sold out. And um, we've incorporated, we have the music, we have the singing, we have the step dancing. And um, and we have the fun or the crack, as they say. And, and we ha- love having crack with the audience. And we've now managed over 4,000 concerts all over the world and um, and 18 albums. And we're just getting ready to go back to the studio for our 19th. So... Um, it's just been an incredible success story, uh, and to be selling out everywhere and just have, you know, just bringing joy to people and letting them see, you know, how proud we are of our music, of our, of our culture. And we write a lot of our own material and, um, you know, our, we have fantastic singing and dancing. Uh, we're going to have on, on our tour of Canada, we're bringing David Ganey, who is a five times world champion step dancer from Dingle in County Kerry. And we also have Noel Spillane. Uh, Noel is, uh, he just won the nationals here and he's, he's been touring with Riverdance and he's an amazing step dancer, all Britain t- champion as well. So he's on board. And then with the band for the tour, we have myself and, uh, Morella Murray's on accordion, all Ireland champion. Nulla Casey, all Ireland champion on the fiddle. Mary Coogan on guitar. Uh, Kathleen Boyle on piano. And, um, Kate Purcell from, uh, County Clare is beautiful vocalist and, Yours truly here playing whistles and flutes and singing harmony vocals. So we're, we're coming with a 10-piece band and a few guests along the way. So I know it's just going to be incredible to be finally getting the chance to play the major performing arts centres in Ontario. Donna, you're a great woman to collaborate and to, to nurture talent. Um, because a lot of times people, when they're starting out... Getting on stage and getting in front of a, a, a large audience is a, a big challenge. And to be asked to guest with an established band to get exposure in front of a large audience can oftentimes make somebody's career for them. And you've always been a great supporter of many people. That's... Well, you know, Austin, you know something? I'm only given back what was given to me. I mean, when we were starting out, it was the Clancy brothers who gave us a hand up put their hand down and had us open up for them. And, and Tommy Makem put us on a PBS special that went across America and Canada. And the exposure that gave us was, you know, we didn't have social media back when we were starting out. So, um, you know, I was so fortunate to have so many of my father's friends help me and guide me and advise me. And, uh, you know, the Clancy brothers really took us under their arms. Liam Clancy was a dear friend of mine and, and, uh, Patty Clancy, they were just wonderful people. And Tommy, they were so giving. So, you know, when you learn and you see, you know, when you're all, everybody, we're, we're all, we're all greenhorns at one stage, no matter what you're doing. And um, to get advice from these old pros and to get the opportunities to tour with them and do cruises with them and hang out with Patty Riley and listen to these people and then give us advice and the chieftains, Patty, Patty Maloney, um, you know, he helped me out when I asked him any questions. So, I always love to give back. It was given to me. And, you know, if I can give a hand up to somebody, that's what it's all about. And these are the next generation. This is the future. And as you say, if somebody doesn't give a hand up to those that are coming up, 
the continuity of the tradition can be diluted or can be lost. Oh, for sure. And, you know, the music is in such an incredible place. Um, in Ireland, the young kids in New York and in Canada, you know, um, you know, whether you're talking, you know, you're, you know, to hear, to hear, you know, the Cape Breton musicians, the standard of music in your Ontario, the, uh, you know, the Ottawa Valley st- musicians and that, that this, the level these people are playing at is just mind boggling. And it, it just gets better and better when you don't think it's even possible. Um, and it, it's, it's great to see this music because it is a living and thriving thing. But if we don't, um, we, if, if we don't pass it down, um, and if we don't help them out and nurture the, the next generation, it won't be here. So it's all our jobs. As your job is to, you know, you play the music, you get it out there for people to hear, you let people know we're coming. And, you know, without the people coming to the shows, we couldn't do it either. So it's all, you know, it's all one big circle. Um, you know, without your support, we couldn't do what we're doing too. So it all, it, everybody does their part. And the other more really important thing is, you know, there's this perception in some minds that Irish traditional music particularly is um, maybe boring um, or repetitive. And yet it's the vibrancy that groups like Cherish the Ladies bring to the music, bring to the stage and then bring to the public, which dispels a lot of what are the stereotypical perceptions. Well, I agree. And, you know, the thing is, um, you know, we've all seen the musicians in the corner, uh, you know, but as as member of the great Artie McGlynn, the great guitar player, who's Van Morrison's musical director, you know, and he says to me, Joni, you're one of the few trad musicians that get it. We're in show business. Our job is to entertain. So, you know, we, we, we love to tell the stories that we, we, you know, we love to share our stories um, and that move people. Um, we all write music and, you know, the, write, or tunes that, that have inspired us, um, but we're just passing pa- down the music. We're, we're, we feel we're, we're keepers of the flame for sure. But I, I, I do know one thing for sure is we know how to entertain an, an audience. And um, that's something that comes with time. I remember the first, when we first started out with Cherish the Ladies, I refused to speak on the microphone. I was always the class clown. And I, I, every year of my school, I was voted class clown. And, uh, I would, I wouldn't, on the first couple of years, I was too shy to speak on the microphone. Um, but anybody who knows me now, uh, knows you, you can't shut me up. But I love to, I love to have a, to share a laugh with the audience. And, you know, people have come out, you know, so we, we arrange our music, um, with all the instrumentation, with the harmonies. We change time signatures. We change up one minute to tune, the next minute to song, the next minute to dance. You know, we're forever moving the show and, um, and it's with beautiful, slow, haunting melodies. And it always amazes me is that, you know, of course we have so many Irish Americans and, and people who love Celtic music um, come to the shows, but they're not just Irish. You know, our, I'd say our audiences are 75, 80% non-Irish, but people that just come and this, this music touches them, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're talking about a haunting melody or, you know, this rip roaring jig or reel, there's something to get the crowd going. And, and again, I, I, I think there's nothing better to, than, than have a laugh. <laughs> we all want to go to a show and forget about our worries for a couple of hours and sit back and be entertained. And we take that job very seriously. And we're really looking forward, you know, to our 10 dates across Ontario, which is happening this March. Off the top of your head, do you know how many heads of state you have performed for? Oh my God. A lot. 
<laughs> I, I know. <laughs> well, I had the greatest honor um, uh, this past St. Patrick's Day. We were invited to play uh, at the Capitol uh, in Washington, D.C., and uh, play for uh, President Joe Biden and um, uh, all the ambassadors, the ambassadors from Ireland, the Taoiseach was there, uh, uh, Mary Lou, you know, the head of Sinn Féin, and all the wonderful people, um, you know, and we had all our Nancy, uh, you know, all, all our top heads of states in America. It was it was the who's who of congressmen and senators. Um, but it was just we, we, were, we played for the president and we got a st- he stood up in the middle of our, our last number and gave us a standing ovation. And um, but during during covid, um, I was so honored um, to win the highest award an American uh, American can win uh, from the National Endowment for the Arts. It's called the National Heritage Award, and, and um, only 3% um, of the winners have been Irish musicians. So I was honored to join the likes of Michael Flatley and Liz Carroll and um, some of the heroes in, in music. Um, and um, But I, I usually you go to the White House and to the, and the Oval Office to get the award. It's such a prestigious award because you're considered a national living treasure to the country. But um, I didn't get to go and... and, and President Biden came over and says, I heard you couldn't come to the White House. I, I said, I was supposed to meet you. And he said, do you have the award? And I said, I did. And he actually bestowed it on me. So he was such a lovely man to speak to. I was so honored to meet him. Um, but, you know, um, it's what's great to meet the heads of state, especially when they 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 enjoy it. I mean, um, I love President Biden. I, I, I don't usually talk too much about politics, but I had to get involved with politics this last time around. Um, but, you know, I, w- he was a pleasure to meet. We've also had the on- opportunity and the honor to perform for President Bush. And he was a lovely gentleman and really appreciated the music. And he, we got to people, our dads got to come with us that time. And he was so kind to our fathers. And, you know, they really enjoy, he really enjoyed the music. So, um, you know, it's, it's great when you can move the room and, and to have the room laughing as well. They gave us a standing ovation because we entertained them, you know, and that's the main thing. Tony, did you ever see yourself writing a um, an autobiography, a memoir? Oh, oh God, I'm just glad we didn't have the cameras when I was growing up, like what we have now. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, after so many, almost four decades on the road, you know, um, we have a lot of war stories, but you know, um, I've been so fortunate. Uh, you know, the band that I have, they're all, every one of them is just simply outstanding in their own right, and um, again, just the, so happy and delighted that I, as a girl who's born and raised in the Bronx to make my living playing traditional Irish music and to have toured the the world and, you know, sold millions of albums, you know, in a million years, did I ever think that would happen? But I've just been so fortunate. And, um, and again, we haven't been to Ontario in so long, um, just a few shows here and there. So I, I would, if I could share with your audience, can yes, I give in, you? Indeed. Indeed. The, I, the 6th, 6th of March is when you were right. Yes, we're going to be in St. Catherine, Ontario, um, in the Ontario Performing Arts Center, you know. Uh, so that's uh, March 6th. And March 7th, we're in Brantford, Ontario, in the Sanderson Center for the Performing Arts. And then March 8th, we're in Richmond Hill, on, at the Richmond Hill Center for the Performing Arts. And then March 9th, we're in Brampton, Ontario, at the Rose Theater in the main hall. And then the 10th of March, we're in Kingston, um, at the Kingston Grand Theater. Uh, the Regina Rosen Auditorium. Uh, the 12th, we're in Oakville, Ontario, at the Oakville Center for the Performing Arts. And October 13th, we're finally in Ottawa at the Meridian Theatres at Centerpoint at the Main Stage Theatre. 
So um, we've got plenty of opportunities for your listeners uh, to come out and catch us, and uh, and I hope they do. And and all I can tell you is I guarantee you you're going to have a good time. Guaranteed. And you can get full details of that on cherishtheladies.com. And if you hit on the icon for tour dates, and underneath when you get all the dates, there is a link to the various ticket offices for the various, the, the particular venues. And uh, indeed, uh, Joni, I don't want to keep you all night. I know it's a Friday night in Ireland. You're probably heading out for a session some. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I live in the little town of, of Milltown Malbay here. I have a house here. I thought I'd come a couple of weeks of the year, but... It's this little town with a one main street, but there's the, like right now down tonight is Jackie Daly and Eileen O'Brien uh, are playing down, down there's a half mile from me. So it's hard to stay in when you got that kind of music. Um, but I, Austin, I just want to say thank you very much. And to Irish Radio Canada, thank you for having me on, on again and giving me the opportunity to share the word that we're coming. And thanks for flying the flag and, and keeping the radio and the radio spinning and all our albums. And we really appreciate all your help and spreading the word that we're coming. And I hope to see a lot of our friends in Ontario and for a bit of music, song and dance. And it's been years and years since we've been up your way. So delighted to be finally returning. So what track are we leaving you with? And why don't we do a song uh, that features uh, Kate Purcell called Glenties, On the Road to Glenties. Thanks again, Austin.